Well, welcome everyone to 24G's inaugural podcast. I'm Leah Knowles. I'm the uh, director of learning services here at 24G. I've also got our CEO, Scott Wemels. Thanks for being here, Scott. Hello. And our special guest, Darren Martin, who's the training and development manager for the Volkswagen Academy, the Volkswagen of America. Um, Hello. Welcome, Darren. Um, for reference, Thank you. uh, you're welcome. Um, VW Academy has been a longtime client of 24G, and we've worked with Darren um, for a long time on VW Cup, one of our more advanced training platforms. And in addition to that, um, Cup growing, and we're going to talk a little bit about that today, um, other digital communication platforms and training tools, uh, as well as content creation, video production, ISD support, the whole deal. Um, and Scott and I have both worked with Darren for many, many years, so very excited to have you here um, to talk a little bit about how we've evolved in the last year, especially training in the time of a pandemic, which I don't think any of us ever thought we were going to have to do. No. Not <laughs> no, at all. No. No. Don't want to do it again Not either. At all. No. Don't yep. want to do it again. Um, so really, I'd like but to just We're doing talk, all right. I think yeah. we are. Like, what do you yeah, think, Darren? Yeah. Like, yeah. I know what, we're going to talk about it, but we're doing, <laughs> we're doing pretty well. So We're Zooming and we're podcasting and we're- Yeah engaging people online, all that good stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's happening. We're finding all those different ways. So, I mean, what are some of the engagement tools from um, the VW Academy side that you've seen really kind of increase or um, have seen people interact with the most over the last year? Um, you know, we instituted some Adobe Connect classes years ago just to offer dealers an opportunity to take training without having to travel um, because that was the feedback we received from them was that they just they didn't want to keep sending people because it was expensive and there was lost revenue so uh, we implemented that and and now it's just been very convenient that in a time of a pandemic for the last 14 15 months we've really expanded a lot of what we've done virtually um, and had the opportunity to convert a lot of face-to-face instructor-led content into virtual content. Um, it's been pretty smooth transition. And yeah, I know we'll talk more about VW Cup and the micro learning, the videos, all of those things. But um, I think we've pretty much hit this pandemic like full force. Yeah, we were pretty well set up to uh, to hit this, you know, from a digital standpoint and transformation. Um, I know you and Scott were the ones who really concepted VW Cup and Track360, the whole the whole system with gamification and social interaction and peer learning. Um, talk to me a little bit about how you guys started that conversation <laughs> and where did it go? <laughs> You know, it's funny. You were with this that project for. I remember being in the middle. Like, I wanted it to be someone. I, want, I forget who said it. I wanted it to be like Call of Duty, and I. My, my plans. Yeah, that was Mr. Plans. That was it. And I, yeah, and, and, Mr. Plans. And he really. I mean, conceptually, he knew what he was saying. I did not know what he was saying, but I did see from my perspective where I saw there being shortcomings, which is like this engagement layer, right? Like right. every single company has an LMS and it doesn't actually provide any sort of experience. It's very perfunctory, right? Um, and you have all these other assets that aren't training material, but they're communication that leads to training over time. And, and they're all in different places, right? So 
my agenda was like, oh, I, I like that. But then Darren really had the overall concept idea of where he wanted to go with how it all came together. But it, it, it really, to me, was about how do you solve the problem of allowing somebody to have all these different places, have a way that you engage them in a, a, a experience that people want to actually enjoy, right? right. Uh, and, and engage with and, and, um, and do it in a way that doesn't have to become all of those things. Like it has a space for, you can still have an LMS, you can have third-party sites. And, and that's that's where the track a aspect really seemed to, to fit. For sure. And, and Darren, I know we did have, from an academy standpoint, stuff uh, kind of everywhere. <laughs> um, <laughs> communications yep. here yep. and LMS there and, and in-person and digital training. So what was your... What was your reasoning? Like, why did you decide it all needed to come in one place? For the user experience, you know, I, I mean, we we sat down, man, it must have been like six years ago, yep. um, you know, and we all got in a room and just started talking about, to, to Scott's point, like, okay, we have an LMS, we have, you know, web source, all these other platforms. What do they do? What's good? What, what did they not, what can't they do, right? What gaps do we need to fill? why do we need to fill them right and and we envisioned something you know that in our minds could just do everything right and that was and that was the the call of duty vision and and for me how it you know made more sense was when i started thinking about like the leaderboard right it shows you your it shows you your kills your 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 percentages your your effectiveness your rankings all of those types of things and i'm like yeah no, that makes perfect sense that's that's the feedback that people get that makes them understand what they need to do better um and, and there's there's team-based missions right there there's challenges there's all those types of things and you get rewards for accomplishing just those little micro tasks within within a game um so we mapped out like okay well what what, what could we do if, if we wanted to get this platform that just did everything we wanted and it was like operating at 100% capacity and we've referred to it as this death star right this <laughs> this, this world domination like we just consume every other piece that we have into this one platform what would it do and, and um and then we kind of started to dial it back from a pragmatic standpoint like sure. all right well what where is, do you start well, where do you start right what mm -hmm. is do we start at 35 50 percent um probably have to and and so what does that look like and then you know we've just you know scott and i and, and Julianne and everybody at 24g we've had these iterative enhancements right these quarterly status meetings and and just how do we keep getting closer and closer to that hundred percent, you know, and we're, we're pretty close. I think at this point, I, I know we still keep working on things and, and, but, um, just organically, I knew it was going to happen. Um, I think our biggest challenge was content, just right. developing yep. content that could feed this machine. And, and I, and I'd be lying if I, you guys would probably be lying too, if you didn't think that like, it would be really challenging. And, and there was always a chance that after like six months, it just totally crashed and burned because, you know, maybe there's just not enough content to keep feeding this thing. Um, Cause without that, it, it really can't continue to function. There's only so much other stuff you can do. 
that's for that's for definitely the truth. It's like there's two things that I think really work, but also are are things that you know anybody that want to, wants to endeavor down that path need to understand. One is that that agile continue continually iterating and development cycle that never really ends. That's how you end up with a, you end up not having a legacy product because you're always iterating it. But the other thing is it's a mouse to feed and you have to have the content there in order for the for it to work, right? Because it is a platform where you want people to come to engage content and other users and you have to have that. It's funny that you said mm-hmm. uh, the, the Death Star because I, I think of it more like <laughs> p- Pinky and the Brain. You know, you're the brain, I'm yeah, Pinky. Like, yeah. what are we going to do yeah. tonight, right? <laughs> Same We're thing we do every night, going Pinky. to conquer the world. Exactly. <laughs> How the hell did you get an organization that even has Volkswagen, which is fairly progressive for an auto, to 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 take the journey down the tr- digital transformation road with you? Like that is not an easy uh, pull, no. right? And it, it really is a pull, you know, it, it, because you're going to be met with reasons why you shouldn't do it and can't do it everywhere you look, and and you somehow broke free of that. And not only got off the ground, but created the flywheel, which everybody's after. I mean, you know, it truly is a flywheel now where people understand the value. The users are coming. Like how was there, was it, what was your, what was your trick or what was your trick's not the right word, but what was your strategy to, to get that? It was a going? long journey. And, and I think it's, I think it continued to be a long journey even after VW cup went live. Um, you know, we, we had presented this concept, um, 10 times in big executive meetings, you know, and I, and I think it was the the biggest struggle was some of the the terms at the time, like gamification weren't necessarily things that executive like VPs of Volkswagen were like, that, that sounds stupid. That sounds cheesy, you know? So we had to think about like how we could make that connection. And we, we thought about the, the ways that gamification already impacts our lives. Um, and I think one of the huge wins that propelled us into being able to move forward with this, this strategic vision was one of the conversations that I had with Laura and I was thinking, you know, well, what is it in, what is it in her world that, that she could relate to this? And I thought of Starbucks right? Because she goes to Starbucks every day. And I was like, listen, you know, you have the Starbucks app on your phone. You use that to pay for your coffee. But, you know, you get rewards, you know, the more you and she she just like, she's like, stop it. I get it. It makes perfect sense. I I will go to Starbucks and buy a coffee I didn't even want because it (laughs) came with extra stars that day. And I'm like, that's what gamification is, right? Like, you didn't even want the stupid coffee and you went and bought it. So it's like, you know, it's the same thing. People comment on our stuff a lot and they're like, I just want the points. And it's like, I don't care. Great. You're here and you're, and you're watching it and you took the assessment and you passed it. And if you did all that for 40 points, that's the whole reason we built this website. Um, So, you know, it's, it it works. You know, there are always going to be people who think it doesn't work or think that, gamification is dumb and there's nothing we can do about that but those same people probably play games on their phone all the time or whatever but just don't necessarily make that connection because we were never trying to pitch the idea that people were just going to play like wheel of fortune all day 
right? right. It, the, the whole concept was like, how do you reward and engage users through this gamified structure, infrastructure? And, and that's what we accomplished. And to, to my point earlier, sorry, I'm talking a lot, but you know, it, it took a long time even after we launched because, you know, we talked earlier, like we, the content, we got to feed it. You know, we had to solicit it from people. We had to plant map out, like we can't, we can't go three months without putting anything on this site or people will just stop coming back. Cause it's, you know, um, so we put a lot of content together, even at the beginning that we had to wait to release later on. But now it's been five years since we launched this site and like people are coming to us every single day right like hey i have this i have the all of these assets can you can you help me put something together on vw cup where we can you know support this program and you know a, a lot of what we do is just helping the other bus- the the business owners you know promote their programs share training um you know faqs and all of those types of things and and it's become a platform that everybody knows that they use and that's that's the success complete success in my opinion You've done the hardest thing of anybody, like obviously only a digital company, people are always pitching you apps. The app part isn't the hard part. It's gaining the trust and regular attendance of the audience. And I think that's what you've got now is you've got the audience. Mm-hmm. And now because mm-hmm. of that, people are coming with the content, right? From from the business units. Yep. Yeah. And we have other we have other business owners, you know. Like somebody just emailed Sherry yesterday and was like, hey, John Meredith recommended I reach out to you guys because I I have, you know, this training video. And he said to put it on VW Cup. And I'm like, that's awesome. Now they're just, you know, everybody else is doing our job for us, you know, corporate (laughs) or users. I mean, it's I I knew I knew it was going to get that organic traction, you know, because I I just believed that. And, you know, we we knew it was going to work if we could continue to feed it and do all of the right things and make those adjustments, those iterative adjustments to continue to deliver that customer experience, the user experience that people expect. And they'll keep coming back to Scott's point. Yep. I mean, when you start talking about content, I mean, it's, it's very similar to a company trying to do a social media campaign, right? Once you start feeding the gorilla, you got to continue to feed the gorilla. If you stop feeding mm-hmm. the gorilla, then people stop engaging. So some of the things that I think the Academy and 24G together as a team in this partnership have done is created some pretty cool content. Yes. Um, some things that are way outside the box, way different than what other auto manufacturers or even other um, industries are doing in the training field. So um, what are some of your favorites, Darren, when it comes to like content that is different or uh, exciting to you? Um, well, I think one of the coolest things that we did recently was a, was something called the EV Adventure um, mm-hmm. And it's a it's a microsite that kind of lives within VW Cup and is able to you know track progress and things like that. But it's a it's a kind of a game based simulation where people get to interact with a with a variety of people, prospective customers, current customers of electric vehicles, um, ID four owners, and it's all just done you know through this through this kind of fun simulation where they get to answer questions. They can, some of the, some of the answers can just be fun and quirky, but some of them are being recorded for scores. And so, you know, if they perform well, they get extra points. If they don't, then, you know, they, they can have the opportunity to, to take it again. Um, 
And, you know, just the production quality, I, I think, of some of the stuff that we've done with 24G has been unbelievable. And I, I know the latest series of videos we did for ID4 that ended up also being hosted on the Knowing Your VW site, um, which was public facing. So uh, it's just it's been an absolute blast. My, my favorite is probably that mini series that we made just before the pandemic, because th- that that's mini series was so far outside the box. I wanted to kill it for myself. the accessories. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I did. It made me so nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and the one lesson I've, I've learned is like when you're nervous, you're probably doing something right. I but like uh, I, 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 I just watched that. I'm like, oh, my God, this is going to be the last job we do for VW because it was like so. <laughs> and it isn't like Leanne, like we got quite a bit of. Oh, yeah. A lot of traction. I mean, and I was with mm-hmm. you on that, Scott. Like, oh, you were too? I was nervous. Yeah. I mean, this idea came out of like, oh, let's, do a, let's <laughs> do a Netflix style series and do it about selling accessories how and i'm like okay let's 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 see how this plays out but you know at the end of the day it was engaging it was different and um i mean going on vw cup and looking at the comments and looking at how people did on their assessments and retaining the knowledge Mm -hmm. so as an instructional designer i'm like score um i'm not even a fan of that type of comedy (laughs) So, but um, it was it was a project that I feel really proud of. I think that that we did something very very different, and I look forward to to going on to season two once once the pandemic is <laughs> over. Definitely got people's attention, and and that's that's a huge win, <laughs> right? Regardless, you know, yeah. Um, you talked about ID four Volkswagen set up to sell. 22 million electric vehicles through 2028. That's a pretty ambitious goal. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a crucial moment right now for VW because we're having this commitment to electric that's going to really shift the industry. Um, digital transformation is required for this. So what are your plans or, or how do you plan on people keeping people engaged through the electrical revolution? That's a hell of a question. I know. Um, (laughs) I was thinking to give you a softball. It's like a doctoral thesis, I think, is what we're looking for on this. I've actually prepared a 12-page paper on that. Um, Glad you should should mention it. Um, I mean, you did ask the librarian to moderate here, okay? Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you've got the glasses. I know. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. but for real, the, I mean, uh, we can scale it back. It, you know, no, ID four was a big piece, right, um, for the initial launch for the dealer network, and and for the mm-hmm. public. Um, we've been doing a lot of preparation. I guess, what are you doing to get your dealers prepared? Um, I think that's the bigger question. That's the I big think question. We're, we're seeing yeah. that across the board with uh, all the OEs that we work with. It's it's dealer readiness for electrification yeah. is something that. Everybody knows it's out there, but I don't think everybody has a handle on the best strategy on how much of it is process and operational, how much is it training, how much is just understanding, communicating what that means. You know, it seems like we all see this massive tide coming. For sure. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I mean, we started with the high voltage training probably two years ago. And, you know, knowing that there was a strategy from the brand to sell. 
22 million electric vehicles. Um, you got to be prepared, right? It, it, if you look at social media now, I mean, Ford just announced the F-150 electric. Um, GM's introduced their their uh, electric vehicle platform, I think Iridium or something it was called. But, uh, you know, everybody's making the switch and you have to be prepared. Um, but it's not just an effort on from the training department. I mean, it, it takes network preparedness. Um They've done a really good job setting up tiers for how dealers can actually enroll to be, you know, EV ready, depending on the number of chargers they get, special tools, you know, lift equipment, all of those types of things. And and our job is to sustain that and to support that with training. And the way that we're prepared is through programs like VW Cup, which are completely mobile compatible. It's device agnostic, right? They can do the training anywhere. Um you know, we, we just have, we continue to support this through our micro learning platform. I mean, I was just presenting on a call an hour ago on all of the content that we've just done for ID4 since like February. And there's, there's been 10 challenges on VW cup. I don't know, probably 50 or 60 different assets, just, just focused on this car. Um, and, and, some of those early challenges have over 8,000 people who have completed them. So people are incredibly engaged. I mean, you know, they're, they're prepared. The, the Volkswagen is doing like mystery shops and surveys and all types of things just to make sure that the network is ready because, you know, it's going to be the future for, for probably most automotive brands. The, the micro training is something we should probably talk about too with that Leanne because like I think you hit a, the, you hit something on with that micro training Darren because that's mm-hmm. part of the the solution it's right the part, fact yeah. that you can take smaller assets and combine them together and push them out almost on demand or as you're seeing that market requirement right like that that's something that I think that cup does really well yeah it's the right training at the right time correct and it's not always a 45 minute web course. No. With a voiceover and an assessment at the end. <laughs> There's always yeah, an assessment think, at the end. I honestly don't think that it, in, a, in a couple years we'll be even looking at developing like the old-fashioned e-learning web-based trainings at all. I mean, you've got tools like Rise that can build, you know, very substantial HTML-based, you know, micro-courses. Um, and you've got video content, and, and Cup can support all of the different asset types that you would want to put into a course. So why not just deconstruct it and make it available, make it more referenceable. Um, and one of the other things that I was going to add to, to your point was um, we, we've been working on something since the last couple months with, with you guys as well to reimagine how we engage learners, um, especially as it comes to like introducing them to the products um, in the past, we've always just had like a hour long overview of VW products, web-based training that people sit down and take and click next and, you know, whatever. But um, now they're going to do it on their phone. It's going to be augmented reality. They're going to, you know, say, hey, I'm, I'm looking at an ID4. It's going to recognize that they're looking at an ID4. It's going to put hotspots on top. It's going to walk them through the different, you know, technology, powertrain, exterior, interior, you know, pop the hood open and, and see what's underneath and, you know, either consume a piece of media or answer this question. And, you know, we've, we've been building this structure 
all of these years so that these things can happen. And that's what's, that's what's awesome. I mean, I would say five years ago, it was always the joke in the Academy that like, Oh, deal. It's easy. Dealers just want you to have, you know, training every course and every dealership every day. And that was like, that was the big joke. Like, well, we can never do that. You know, it's like, I, I don't think it's really that much of a joke anymore. I think mm-hmm. we're getting to the point where we can deliver content to everybody every day and every dealership, you know, maybe not, maybe not a course for a technician on how to remove a high voltage battery and repair it. Cause right. they don't have test cars lying around, but you know, if they're just introducing them to the products and, and getting them to walk around vehicles and do things like that, we can provide those types of guided user experiences. And now we have the infrastructure to do that. Yeah, and I think you make a good point with the guided user experiences because really those become mobile performance support. So as a salesperson yeah, or as a service consultant, if there are questions that I can't answer about that vehicle, I've always got it with me. And so I can still be the consultant that my customer expects. So um, what I've seen with Cup and with the micro training and that ability is really improving the customer experience. Um, and as we know, uh, anytime we see a tablet in a dealership, it does increase customer satisfaction for some reason. Um, and so, you know, customers expect that that you don't have it all in your brain these days. And it's nice to have tools like, and especially with AR, I'm really excited about this AR project. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know yes. if you guys want to talk a little bit more about how it works, because it's a really cool learning tool. Oh, allow me to geek out on AR. Yeah, geek out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the demos, but our R&D and tech teams are having a blast on that program. And it's just the phones have finally gotten to the point with the processors that you can do effective mm-hmm. AR um with with object recognition without markers and it you know and weaponizing that for training by creating a modular platform is is i think pretty far out there for the market to to see but like seeing it come to come to life in our shop has been pretty cool um that's awesome but that that is like 24g's dirty little secret right what we do is we, we see well one we can actually implement but we see what's working in the outside world and we apply it in B2B environments yeah. where people are already trained to engage and have a certain expectation. Yeah. It's not revolutionary on that side to say, what if we did this for them where they have to go to train? You know, I think, right. and that's, that's you know, they, they're used to using AR. They're, you know, and can I also give a nod to the QR code finally finding its home during the pandemic, right? Like agencies <laughs> have been pick, pitching QR codes for like years and they've sucked because you had to have like a, an app that you would go to, which is right. to, to then basically populate a URL. Now that we can't touch damn menus yep. where we, we, and they <laughs> and they built the technology into the camera, you now, right. now it's like, you know, the little QR, it's finally grown up and found a purpose, you know. Congratulations, QR code. Yes. God bless you. (laughs) (laughs) On the other side, though, I mean, it's something that you see happen in in in-person training, right? People build sort of um, cohorts. They attend classes. If they've been with the brand for a few years, they try to attend together. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like VW Cup has given them an opportunity to even expand that further and have like longer lasting connections with their peers. Versus that kind of one-off, I went to a class for a couple of days, I met these really cool people, we all have each other's business cards. That's that. Yep. And now mm-hmm. it's more of, hey, this worked at my dealership, 
I'm going to post it for everyone to see. It almost trends on VW mm-hmm. Cup. Yeah, and we solicit a lot of those types of responses too. You know, you share share best practices with one another, um, and and then they can look. You know, they can also compare how they're performing uh, compared to other people in a similar job role or at their dealership, right? So there's a lot. You know, that we can use that for a lot of like manager driven engagement and things as well. So it's been really helpful. But I think you you touched you touched on something that I think is is interesting, which is a mindset that anybody thinking the big hot word these days is digital transformation, right? Nobody really knows what it means, but they all can tell you what they have, which is something that they're stuck with. It's a legacy system or legacy ways of doing things and they don't know how to get past it. And so what happens, is they want to buy a solution or something, or they want to mm-hmm. find, they want to find a one size fits all. Very few are daring enough to take the journey that, that you've taken with the Volkswagen Academy um, because the mindset shifts from like, I'm trying to find a single thing to create a solution to I'm not going to be afraid to embrace digital and I'm going to continue to innovate. And that's just part of the life cycle that never ends, right? Like, it's just a different way of thinking. And there's mm-hmm. very few and even like start button, right? Like right. all those things are if you would have tried to do it at one time uh, from it would have never happened you would have had mm-hmm. one large lumpy franken code push and instead of <laughs> taking it you know very humbly and starting with a certain thing and working from that into building the solution it means it'll never go it'll never get stale because part of the process is the continue continuing to improve that that product um and, I, and it just keeps going. I mean, the AR is another example, right? But that's digital transformation to me. Transformation, I think where the misnomer is that you're transforming and there's an endpoint. Right. It is not. It's a life cycle that is continuing. It's a, it's a wheel that's turning and it's always going to be turning. And, and you have to understand that when you decide you're going to take that journey. Yeah. And that you don't want to do it all at once necessarily. No, yeah. No. And that makes perfect sense. <laughs> it really is about designing training for the modern learner. Yep. versus designing for how my LMS works. It's really designing training for the modern human. For humans, right? yes. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's not even just a, learners. Again, it's just like the expectation is set so high because it's everything we're doing socially in our life online. Yeah. It's it's the blended communication. It's all of that. The expectation's already set. And then it's like getting back in your DeLorean and <laughs> zooming back 20 years <laughs> when it comes to training. And, yes. and the user has just gotten more su- sophisticated than that. For sure. Um, I don't know if it came with the Huey Lewis soundtrack, I'd, I'd be tempted. <laughs> I'm with you there. So I, about engagement response, um, what have you seen as far as change with the, the newer approaches that we've done this year? Um, start button, for example, are, are you seeing more people get onboarded? Um, are we seeing more engagement with the training than we've seen in previous? Are we seeing the upticks that we want to see? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the amount of people who are engaged in content within the first like week or two, um, we always get like 2000 completions um, on, on content that just goes live. I mean, it used to that used to be after four to six months or something like that. Um, you know, people have become conditioned to know where to go to find what they need. And that's all we're trying to accomplish because, you know, we used to you know, in the, in the, in the e-learning days, it was like, oh, this course was really good, but somewhere in there, they talked about how to remove this one little piece 
and I don't know how to find that. And I have to go back through this whole thing. And now there's like the dynamic search engine and there's all these other ways, you know, there's associated content and, and ways to find the content that you need. And, and to your point, um, you know, the, the people who are more engaged with VW Cup are, are staying with the brand, they're staying, you know, with the dealership in their roles. They're 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 feeling that sense of value and what we're providing for them. Um, I know there are other things that that come into play. Uh, you know, I can't I can't say it's only because of this, but um, you know, are they engaging more? Absolutely. Yeah, True. I agree, and I think it's important for a safe space, right? Um, a space yeah, a space a space to try, learn, and apply. Yep. And then try again and try again. So um, at 24G, I know we're excited that we've been able to partner with you in that space um, yeah. and, and to provide content. Well, I think that's a great way for us to close out our session today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, then we will workshop soon. Enjoy your Friday afternoon, Darren. <laughs> I will. Thank you, and guys. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it.